Hey y'all, and welcome back to The Couch. It is I, your host, Rakilla Dene of RakillaDene.com, military spouse, homeschooling mom, communication stylist, and encouragement extraordinaire. Today on Mommy Couch Confessions, we're talking about parenting ourselves. Now, I don't mean in like a therapeutic self-healing, we are parenting our inner child. Oh, no, no, no. I am talking about parenting the child or the children that are miniature versions of ourselves. <sighs> Cue deep sigh. Now, many of us think we are moderately well-adjusted, or at least I think that of myself. Pretty proud of the functional adult I have become. But when you have to parent someone 20, 27 in my case, 30 years younger than you, that seems like a complete personality doppelganger of the human that you are, it can be equal parts entertaining and challenging. Listen, parenting is not for the faint of heart, especially not if you're like putting effort into this situation. You know what I'm saying? We're not just clocking in and clocking out. We're here doing the work full time, all the time, and it's rough. And when you see that your children are basically mirrors of you, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes I sit back and wonder like, am I reaping what I sowed from who I was as a child? Because if that is the case, then Lord Jesus, forgive me now. And some days I just wanna straight up like send my child to her room permanently. You know what I'm saying? Like those days where you have to remind yourself to hold your own hand so you don't reach out and touch these children and then end up in jail. And I don't know about y'all, but my babies are cute. So if I slip up and get beside myself because they begin acting a lot like who I am now at 35, if I have to go to court, I'm being put under the jail. They're going to look at those cute little faces. Oh, and my kids, they should have EGOTs. They will sing the song, cue the tears, put on an award-winning performance, and I'll be spending the rest of my life with undone hair, a unibrow, crying in jail. And that is what I tell myself when I am hitting the wall in parenting. If, if you react, this could land you in jail. And listen, in jail, you don't get to pick what you eat. I'm really not the best fighter, and I like to be able to come and go as I please. So that's not a situation I want to be in. So what am I really saying here? We all have a child or maybe multiple children that remind us of ourselves. And I, I have my oldest, who not only looks like me from like the time I was born up until now, she has my personality. And because we spend so much time together, we, we are quite similar. And how many of you know that when you put two bulls in a pen, eventually they're going to lock horns. But one thing I refuse to do is lock horns with a child. Oh, no, no, no. Now, I've read the books. You know, the awakened family, how to be empowered, no bad, no bad kids. I totally understand 
the concept of allowing our children to have a voice, to be able to share how they feel, to be able to speak their minds, to be able to set their boundaries. That's all great. But let's just be honest. A lot of us want our children to have these traits, but not practice them on us. Or maybe it's just me. Case in point, a couple of weeks ago, taking a car ride, my daughter takes a tone with me that it just sort of, have your kids ever done this? Where they say a thing, and it's not what they say, but it's how you say, how they say it. And it just kind of hits that nerve and it activates your mom antennas and you know that they're coming from a space of like, you annoy me. And it tends to happen on the days, at least in my world, where I have exerted excessive amounts of energy or attention. So I tend to take it a little personal. I'm trying not to, because they're kids. They're kids, and we're all human. But on my weekdays, sometimes I take it personal. This particular day, I said, you know what, self? We're not gonna react. We're going to respond peacefully, using our words from a calm place. So the kid says something to me, which was really not out of pocket. It was the tone she used. My enlightened, awakened parental response was, I appreciate you sharing your feelings with me about that. But I am going to ask you to change your tone because it is disrespectful. And when I feel disrespected, I tend to get angry at the person I feel is disrespecting me. And I don't want to get angry with you for expressing how you feel. Now y'all, I'm driving about 50 miles an hour. From the back, I hear, why do I have to change my tone? You don't change yours when I tell you I don't like it. Fill in the blank on what happened in the moment after those words exited her lips. I'm telling you, it was the grace of God, the strength of the Holy Spirit and Jesus himself that kept me from pulling that car over and leaning back. Like there was a moment where I was like, do I have a chicleta in my, in my car? Is there a flip flop up here that I can toss back? Like I, I went a little outside myself for a minute. And I wanted to give the awakened parental response of, you're right, you also deserve respect and space. I too should be mindful of my tone. But in that moment, after a day of serving and giving and just being depleted, my response went a little something like this. Listen, I'm 35 years old. Now I understand that you would appreciate my tone being kind and gentle to you. But as your mother, the doer of all the things, the giver of all that you need, and the creator of your learning, independence, and autonomy, you will watch your tone when I tell you to watch your tone. Do you understand? Then I was like, yes, ma'am. Are you tracking? Yes, ma'am. So you comprehend? Yes, ma'am. And we drove home. Is that the enlightened parental thing to do? No. Am I most definitely putting on to her my need for power? Not intentionally, but what we are learning is the boundary, little child. And sometimes I don't know if it is a cultural difference. I feel like my children have a level of freedom and autonomy in expression that I did not even dream of having as a child. Growing up, children were seen and not heard. You were not in adult conversation. And if you happen to hear it, you better keep your lips parted because if you slipped up and said it out loud, we all knew what was coming. 
whether it was a slipper or a hand or whatever the case, that slap on, it was coming. It was coming. And I tried to do things a little differently, a little less physically aggressive with my children. But I don't know about y'all. I know me. My mouth can be very, very slick. And my children pick up on these things. They watch me in conversation. They watch me in, in how I relate to other people. And they mirror that. But I don't want them mirroring it. Mirror, mirroring. Y'all, why is that such a hard word? Mirroring it back to me. So play with your friends. Play, play with your little homies on a play date. Play with your doll babies. Play with your Lego figurines. But don't play with me. Right? Now, is this the way to go? I don't know. I don't know. Mom friends, let me know what y'all do because I'm all here for honest and open communication, but there has got to be a boundary. I am all here for creating relationship and fellowship with our children so that there can be a level of mutual respect and trust because one day my baby girls are gonna be big girls and I want them to be comfortable coming to me, telling me the truth, asking for advice, filling me in on what's going on as a means to be able to help guide and navigate them. You know, I don't want my children to feel like they have to sneak and do all the things the way that I did, because let's just be honest, we all did it, you know? But there is something about my child, especially that oldest one, that it makes me take a step back and really look at myself. Now the baby child, oh, she's her daddy. She is her daddy in word, thought, and deed. My oldest and I, we are the mouths of the situation. We are the thinkers. My husband and the baby child, they're the doers. If we were the words, they would be the action. And it's so interesting to watch that dynamic play out in our home. You know, my oldest tries to mother or use words to dominate her sister and little one she'll take it until she just doesn't want to anymore and then there's usually a cry or a yell or the sound of a slap and that clues me in on the fact that there have been fisticuffs that my youngest has gotten tired of listening to the words and using her words and now she's going to be completely clear with where she stands and because my oldest is not as observant of things, it catches her by surprise every time, every time. Now, when I was growing up, that was me. I was constantly in a state of white. I was not aware, la-di-da, all the things. As I got older, I began to assess situations, read rooms, discern what was happening around me and move accordingly. And she will too eventually, but she's eight. I'm 35. And I try to explain to her that there are consequences and repercussions that come with every choice we make. Sometimes those consequences are blessings and rewards, and sometimes they are disciplines and losses. And you got to figure out how to move based on the, what the outcome might be. Now, you get smart with me. Is that going to be a reward and a blessing or a discipline and a loss? And as I'm saying these things, she's looking at me with eyes 
like Anne Hathaway, just longingly staring, wide-eyed, seemingly confused, which is fine. That's fine, because at least she will know my boundary. But y'all, parenting ourselves is not easy. It's not easy because we can't parent the us out of them. We can't discipline the us out of them. And sometimes it is the us in them that makes us crazy. Like there have been times where I'm literally looking at my child, like, how did this happen? Or I will be talking to my mom on the phone and she'll hear an exchange between my children and I, and she just bursts out into utter laughter. Now, it's not funny to me because I'm in the throes of it. I am really trying to deal and cope. And she is doubled over. And when I say, oh, that's funny, she says, actually it is. Because I feel like I'm listening to a conversation I had 30 years ago. Except I don't have to be a part of it. I can just watch this movie now. And it's funny. When I was living it, I felt just like you did. And it was definitely not funny. So maybe the key is like the grandkids. I don't know. I've got a ways to go. Jesus might come back before then and take us all up to heaven in the rapture. And I might not even get to that phase in life. So right now, while I parent these girls to be strong and courageous and to command their space and presence, I also have to remind myself that they're going to need opportunities to practice said skills. And that because home is their safe place and I, as their mother, we as their mothers are their safe people. They know that they can be completely human and still be loved, that they can make mistakes and still be accepted. They know that no matter what they do, at home with mom, they're always gonna be enough. They try it. They try it, they try us. Matter of fact, they go from trying it to doing it. And sometimes we have to give them the space to reap those consequences on their own, to learn those lessons, to let them fall, to get their own first aid kit out, figure out where they went wrong, band-aid those boo-boos and keep it pushing. And some moments when we're less enlightened, or I will just say when I'm less enlightened, we let it be known what the limit is, you know, and it's a struggle. And I'm sure the poor children are confused some days because they don't know whether it's a day for honesty and open communication or if it's a day to be quiet and move around. And so that's why it is important that we talk to our children where we, while we are in the midst of hard days, just letting it be known. Hey, listen, mommy's having a hard day today and I love you, but I can't do this right now. Or I love you and I can give you some special attention when I finish this, but I need about 30 more minutes. And I'll set a little timer because we're learning time for my oldest, but my youngest has no concept of time, but she understands when the, when the timer starts to beep, that means the time is up. Y'all, like I'm really wondering if, if parenting a child that reminds me of myself is going to get any easier. Part of me thinks that it will because, you know, I, I can already peep game. I was there. I know how it goes. Part of me is like, mm, you know, these kids born after 2010, they're a whole different breed, you know?
this increase in knowledge and all this freedom and it's a lot. It's a lot. But listen, here's the truth. We are older, we are wiser, and they need us. They need us. And whether that feels like a power play to you or not, it's the truth. The children, they need to have that safe place with us, but they need boundaries. They need to understand that just because they see mommy do things or they see mommy have conversations or be a certain way with her friends, that doesn't give them license to do that with us. Because again, we're still adults. I remind my daughter all the time that when I'm on the phone and she wants to, or if we're in the car or she's close by, she's, hey, mommy, I know about the, at the, the, this is a phone call, not a party line. Don't interrupt my conversation. And she looks at me and gets all disappointed. Well, I just wanted to, da, da, da. because I know me. I do the same thing. I will like ear hustle a thing and want to interject and have to remind myself, da, da, da. they're not talking to you. They're not including you. That's not your business. And so we have to give that grace to our children because there are some lessons that we're still learning as adults that they are being introduced to as children. And the same grace that we want, we have to give to them. The parents that we wished we had, in some instances, we have to be. You know, the parent who was slow to anger, if that's what we wished we had, well, practice it. A listening ear, a comforting shoulder, be that if it's something that you feel you needed growing up, especially if you see a lot of yourself in your children. And then we also have to be aware that they're still individual humans. They are going to live a life completely independent of the experiences that we had. So we can't forecast our behaviors or experiences onto them in an attempt to save them or change the outcome of how they will make decisions in the future, they still get complete autonomy to live their lives, or they should at least. We should give them that space to make their own mistakes, to be human, and to have to figure things out. Is it easy? No. And I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I feel like parenting is like one of those science experiments you see on Pinterest. You have all that you need, you have an understanding of how it's all supposed to work, but you have no idea if the outcome is going to be fruitful. And there's no real, what can I say, uh, determination. There, there's no real outcome that says all the things you did as a parent worked. Because our children are human. They're going to be faced with opportunities to make decisions. All we can do is our best. And a few years into parenting, my second child, my mom gave me the best advice. Like I wish somebody had said this to me, pregnant with the first one. She said, parenting is the sum total of making the best decision for your child until they are old enough to make decisions for themselves. That's all it is. A series of decision-making. We can't lead them in a particular direction because they're individual humans. They're gonna make their own choices. Even as toddlers, they make their own choices. 
when they're going to eat, when they're going to sleep, all of those things are choices. All that we can do is make the best decision for them until they're old enough to make the decision for themselves. So if y'all are out there in the world having to parent many versions of yourselves, I'm praying for you. Pray for me too. But remember that we are not responsible for them and their decision-making. They get to choose that part. It is our job to make the decisions to teach boundaries and to educate them to be able to make their own decisions. So don't get upset every single time and don't feel the need to react every time. But if you do, apologize. Be the parent you wished you had. Admit your wrongs. Admit your shortcomings. Feel comfortable or get comfortable saying, I don't know. Because sometimes that's all we really need. We need to admit that we don't know. We need to not have to feel responsible for knowing everything. We need the grace to be human, to make mistakes, and so do they. So, moms, until we meet again on the couch, see ya.